Hi again, I'm Melanie Hirshhorn, the digital content creator and marketing strategist and coach for women business owners. And welcome back to another episode of VIP Access. VIP stands for Visibility, Impact, Profit. And this podcast will get you inspired and fired up about content creation and marketing yourself and your brand. Each week, you'll get marketing and mindset strategies, actionable tips, and the motivation you need to land more clients, nurture your leads, and position yourself as an expert in your industry. We also go behind the scenes with powerful women in business to discuss strategies, messaging, and more. My mission is to empower you to stop spinning your wheels and to make your mark with your marketing. Ready to wow your ideal client and create a community of raving fans? Let's dive into today's episode. Hi again, I'm Melanie Hirshhorn, digital content creator and marketing coach at VIP Digital Marketing Masters. Welcome back to another episode of VIP Access. This is a podcast for women entrepreneurs to get inspired and fired up about marketing their product and service-based businesses. We go behind the scenes with powerful women in business and learn about the importance of getting your brand's message out into the world. Whether you're just dipping your toe into entrepreneurship or you're already well on your way to world domination, this is the place to get strategies, actionable tips, and the motivation you need to get your messaging on point. Ready to get tips from the pros to help you attract your ideal clients and customers and position yourself as an expert in your industry? Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, and welcome back to VIP Access. Jan Jansen is my guest today. She has been a serial entrepreneur for 40 years, but you won't know that to look at her because she doesn't look like she could have been doing this for 40 years. So she bought her franchise at just 19 years old and has since then worked in a variety of industries from being president of a network marketing company to having three businesses in the automotive field to having a six-figure healing practice. Jan's focus is helping women entrepreneurs fall in love with the sales process so they can earn the money they need in their businesses, so they can take care of themselves and make the difference that they are here to make in the world. And her motto, which is trademarked, is six figures is the new minimum wage. Oh yeah, I love that. Welcome, Jan. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, well, thank you so much, Melanie, for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, I love this. Okay, so... Oh gosh, so many questions. Let's start with the name of your company is Sell Like a Queen. So how do I sell like a queen? Just tell me, just bring it on. Well, I think I chose that because, you know, so many women think of selling as kind of sleazy, slimy. I actually heard the word smarmy the other day. I had to look that one up in the dictionary. Wasn't It wasn't a good word, right? It wasn't nope. something that was that was nice. So Everything is about it being negative. And I just thought, you know, we need to stand in our power when we sell, because as soon as you don't have the confidence or you feel afraid or you just feel intimidated by the conversation, you lose all the energy and the the potential client senses that 
and you wonder why you don't make any sales. So I want women to stand in their power, to feel like royalty, to feel like they're important, to feel that they have an important thing that they're talking about and to be like a queen. I love that. Do you ever wear a crown while you're teaching? No, I don't. I, people tell me I should, but you know, I don't know. I just don't do those kind of things. <laughs> <laughs> you're not the person who wears heels to a business meeting in your house no, on Zoom? No, you know, I think it's my background because I never did the kind of the Halloween stuff, right? So I, I'm just not used to dressing up like that, right? Oh, okay. Well, royalty, <laughs> being royalty isn't dressing up. It's just being who you are, right? <laughs> Next time I'll show up with the crown. There you go. Okay, perfect. <laughs> perfect. So yeah, I mean, talking about how sales makes you feel uncomfortable. I know that in the past I have felt a little bit like, icky when having to face a sales conversation. But then I kind of realized that if you view it in a different way, then it can sort of take you on a different path. So what do you tell your clients when they're like, I can't do this. It's too gross. What do do you tell them? Sales is all about mindset. I mean, there's obviously a system. There's obviously a process that you have to take people through in order to make that sale. But most of the what goes on in a sales conversation has to start in your mind, in your own mind. So as women, we automatically want to be in service. We automatically want to solve people's problems. I mean, that's just the nature of, of women. And I think men, there's a lot of men out there, they really are good at sales, right? They really love to, to sell and they really love to help people. And so if we stop thinking that we are some kind of pain or nuisance or doing something bad or wrong or slimy or sleazy or all those words that people use, and we stopped and thought about somebody has a problem and they need it fixed. And so I'm the one that can potentially fix it. So instead of it being this horrible conversation, why wouldn't we think of it as being one of the most sacred, intimate conversations that you could possibly have? Because I know that I've told salespeople things that I don't talk about with my best friend. That's interesting. It's Mm -hmm. intimate, right? You're talking about your visions, your goals, your dreams. You're talking about the problems, what's stopping you. That's intimate. That's personal. And people are willing to do that with you if you approach it properly. What a beautiful thing. What a gift you're being given. There's nothing sleazy and slimy and icky about this. It is beautiful. So you put on your I'm here to serve hat. I'm totally here to serve. I don't know if I can solve your problem, but let's find out. That's all it is. So let's have a conversation and see what we can do. Well, when you say it that way, Jan, it just seems so simple. Well, it is so simple. It's not easy because there is a process that you need to follow, but it is simple, right? Can you tell us a bit about that process? Sort of just an abridged version. I know you have courses on this that go for months. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, what happens is that most people that one of the biggest mistakes I would say that people make is they try to rush this conversation. And so they don't take enough time to find out the problem. Because sometimes people need some probing, some prodding, sometimes they need some encouragement, they need someone to listen to them. And what happens is when you are nervous, you usually talk too much. (laughs) right? That's -hmm. what happens. It's a natural reaction. You talk too much. And consequently, when you don't like the sales conversation, you tend to just talk. And what you need to do is listen. 
So that connection needs to happen. You need to find out where, where they, where they are, where they want to go and what's stopping them. And then the other part that really gets people stuck. I mean, if they aren't already, you know, having a a nervous breakdown in the first part, well, by the time they get to having to talk about their own, you know, their, what they're selling and that transition to the money conversation, that's usually when, I mean, it's like the sweats pouring off of them. They feel all queasy. I mean, they just want to pass out the earth to open. Could there be a power out? can something happen right so it's like you can and that's the thing is that it's that's the important part of the conversation because you've been listening 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 asking really good questions not like an interrogator not like the you know the police or the fbi but really good varied questions and now you get to this part where you have to transition to your conversation and how you offer to solve the problem and that's often another really big hang-up Absolutely. Because you feel like, oh no, the money talk. And then myself, and I know many women entrepreneurs that we, we suffer from wanting to lower our prices and lower our prices and lower our prices until we're in the ground just to try to please people and to try to get that next client. And how do you stand firm and say, you know what? No, I'm worth this amount of money and I'm not going to devalue myself. Well, as women, we've been not taught to value ourselves, right? Right from inf- right from infancy, especially like my generation, right? Because my mother, I mean, I remember t- reading a testimonial that someone had given to me, and she said, "Just wait to hear this one, Melanie." She said to me, "Be careful, Jen. Your halo is slipping. It will choke you." Like that's <gasps> what my mother said to me. Okay. <gasps> And so it was because she was raised in an environment where we didn't brag or talk about ourselves or boast. So she saw that as me boasting and it was something that was absolutely wrong. So I know for a lot of women, it's a hard thing to stand in in the truth of your value, right? Like really what you bring. And that's why, you know, some of my courses, I take women through an exercise where they really see the value that, that they bring to the client. And when you start to think about all the changes that can happen in that person's life, if you can solve their problem, maybe financially with their health, with their relationships, with their future, with their home, I mean, so many things can change. Really, what you are asking to solve that massive problem is minuscule in comparison to the benefits that they can receive. And I stand in that knowing, knowing this at the very, in the very core of my being. And I mean, I can imagine it took you a little bit of time to get there. Well, I guess because, you know, I started selling at six, right? So <laughs> I was just, okay, I was, hold on at six, at six. What were you selling at six? I was selling watchtowers at Awakes. So I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness, right? I spent 38 years as one. And so from the time I was six, I was ringing on doorbells and selling watchtowers and awakes for like five cents each, right? So I I really had to stand in in that power, right? And that's why they, they indoctrinate you to do that. It's a brainwashing of sorts, but it really is the training that what I had was going to save this person's life. And I believe that at six. So I'm not saying that, you know, by learning to sell, I'm going to save your life, but it maybe will save your life because it will change your life without a doubt, right? Because sales is the lifeblood of your business. And if you're not selling, all you have is an expensive hobby. Absolutely. And I'm going to take that a step further. You have to spend your time selling and marketing. Absolutely. Because you need to sell what you do, but you also need to let people know about it. 
And I think those go hand in hand and they're both so vital. What happens though is interesting is people will do all the marketing stuff, right? They'll find out about Facebook ads and then they'll, you know, they'll build their website and they'll do all this stuff and social media and how to be better, more visible in LinkedIn. But what they haven't done is they haven't had enough conversations, enough sales conversations to really know what their market is thinking and saying. So a marketer will tell you they need to learn marketing. I would tell you they need to learn to sell because when you leads today are precious. So when you bring a lead into your world, you want to know how to handle them. So you should be learning how to sell first, get a really good grip on what your market wants and what they're looking for, and then be able to create that, that marketing material. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they do really go hand in hand and they go totally hand in hand and and you can't have one and not the other, because if you are not generating leads through marketing and through sales, then like you said, it's just an expensive hobby, which we are not here to do. We are here to be women entrepreneurs taking over the world, which leads me to my next question. How is it possible that six figures is the new minimum wage? Well, you know, I traveled for nine years, Melanie. I lived out of two suitcases for nine years. I spent most of my time in developing countries. So I saw a tremendous amount of suffering. I saw such suffering of, you know, women, children, and animals, pets. I mean, it was it was heart-wrenching many, many times. I cried. And I said nightmares. And I still think about so many things that I saw. And when I came back to North America in 2016, and I started to talk to my friends that I hadn't, you know, really been in association with during those nine years, a lot of them still weren't any more prepared for retirement nine years later than they had been. And now a lot of them are reaching kind of my age. I'm going to be 60 next year. And they were like, well, somehow it's all just going to work out. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, according to according to one of our leading banks here in Canada, the average Canadian needs three quarters of a million dollars to retire. Now, I don't know about you, but seriously, most people don't have three quarters of a million dollars hanging around in their bank account. And it's certainly not a a figure that you earn overnight unless you win the lotto, you win a lawsuit, or you have some rich aunt die. So it takes time to accumulate that amount of money. So you can't be starting when you're 60 if you plan on, you know, unless you plan on working by the time you're 80, right? So there's, there's a real time thing here. So, and then the other thing that really just kind of almost freaked me out was that they were still talking about $5,000 a month. Well, that was really good 20 years ago, or maybe if you live in rural El Salvador, but not in North America or a developed country. So we really have to get out of our head that $5,000 a month is okay, because it's simply not. Six figures is the new minimum wage. And that's what we have to start thinking of. That's the baseline, not this elusive goal. Okay. So how do we get our mind in gear and start moving forward? Well, you have to come to terms with the fact that if you want to be an entrepreneur, you need to sell. It's just like there is, that is how you make money. You do not make money on on a networking event. Yes, you meet your contacts. You know, you meet your leads. You can be doing podcasts. That's where you might have leads come from. But at the end of the day, you still have to sell. And we have to stop ignoring this elephant that's in the room called sales and learn to love it. Because once you love it, like it's so much fun. Like I just have so much fun in a sales conversation, right? But that's because 
I know the conversation and I feel very confident in it. I feel very confident in what I do. So once you get to that point, then you can create six figures fairly easily. It's not a hard thing to do. And if you're priced properly, because most women will underprice themselves and we get that taken care of really quickly. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. So how many hours do you think it takes to feel comfortable in the sales conversation? It takes practice. And that's where I would say a lot is really seriously missing in our world today is you can go and take maybe a sales course or someone will say, oh, you know, I'm offering my enrollment conversation for free as a, as a lead magnet, right? But it's that learning the and mastering it, which comes from practice, right? So I've had 40 years of practice. That's a lot of practice, right? So I can hear things like the other day, one of my clients was practicing with me and I noticed that she started two sentences, one right after the other with the word are. So are you doing this? Are you going to do this? Let's use that as an example. And right away, when she said the second question that began with are, I immediately felt a tightness in my stomach because I felt like I was being interrogated. And I said to her, okay, how could you word that in a different way? So instead of saying, are you going to do this? You could say, so tell me, um, what, what plans do you have to resolve that issue? right? Which is so much softer and so much nicer and just doesn't sound like you're the CIA or FBI, right? Yeah. Or in the middle of a lawsuit being asked a question by a lawyer on the stand. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. So when you learn questions and then you practice, which is why I have my clients practice, you know, in my, my workshop that's happening in February, I'm, we have two whole weeks just devoted to practice and feedback because you can look at a script or an enrollment thing. But first of all, if you don't understand the psychology behind why you need to take people down that certain path, then if you get, if you don't ask the question the right way, then you can be thrown off. And that happens. It's like losing your spot in the middle of a talk, right? And you kind of go, oh no, what comes next? But if you know your material, then you know your material, right? So if you know that process and where you need to go, then it's easy. And then second of all is once you start to understand the questions, and I teach eight different types of questions. So it's not just about, are you, is there, what are you going to do? Because that doesn't bring out the best in people. And it doesn't feel good at this end either. So there's ways of making those questions really beautiful and soft and gentle and nurturing and just all the things that women love to be. Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) Jan, how can people find you and find out about your course? Well, you can go to the, that course is, it isn't until um, February, that next one, you can always work with me privately. And, you know, I do VIP days and I also, I work with clients privately, but you know what? I always suggest that the best way for people to reach me is through my sacred money archetype assessment. And the reason I suggest that is because the whole sales process is based on how you see money, Right. It's how you price your products. It's how you're going to manage that sales conversation and the money part of it. So if people go to my website, that is eight money archetypes. So the number eight moneyarchetypes.com, then they can take an assessment. It's less than 10 minutes. They book a complimentary reading with me and we find out what are your top three archetypes and how they're having an effect on your business, on your pricing, on your sales conversation. That's the best place to start. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me today, Jan. This has been so incredibly informative. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me, Melanie. It was great. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of VIP Access. We can't let the fun end here. Please join our private Facebook group at vipdigital.live slash community, where you'll get live trainings and other great tips all about digital marketing. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review. This tells iTunes that you found the show helpful and they'll share it with more women entrepreneurs like you. As reviews come in, I'll be reading them on the podcast and you will get a shout out. Have an amazing day, friend. And remember, your message matters. You've written a book, now what? If you're ready to implement a simple content marketing strategy to create buzz around your book and your brand, schedule your free sparkles and strategy call with me, Melanie Hirshhorn, at contentstrategycall.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of VIP Access. We can't let the fun end here. To find out how engaging your content is, take the content quiz at mycontentquiz.com. Plus, you're invited to join our private Facebook group at vipdigital.live slash community, where you'll get live trainings and other great tips all about digital marketing. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. This tells iTunes that you found the show helpful and they'll share it with more women business owners just like you. Thank you so much for listening.